Dads, Lads and Kebabs. Sponsored by Ghostalware. And now, it's Dads, Lads and Kebabs. Boom! And welcome to another show of Dads, Lads and Kebabs. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Wherever you all are in the world, Mickey boy. How's it going, brother? Hello. How are you, Niall? Are you well? He's on the beer. He must be well. Doing all right. I've the Jeremy Clarkson beer. Hawkstone Lager. Is that flavoured or just random piss flavour beer? No. It's Jeremy Clarkson's, man. <laughs> Didn't really answer my question, but fair enough. It's it, it's it's a, it's a lager. It's not flavoured. It's more of a, a general everyday. I just fancy the beer. I Don't judge it. me. Don't judge me. Don't judge me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh gosh, man! What a day! What a day! I've been, I've been everywhere today. Have you? Well, I'm, what, your I'm doing... bedroom, your garden, your kitchen. It's a hard life working from home, isn't it? No, I've been out of the house today, actually. Actually. Oh, you got allowed to play. Yay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, yeah, I've been out of work today. Um, what a nice, busy day. But it's all good. It's all good. How are you? Are you okay? I'm all right. Uh, yeah, I'm all right. <laughs> I like that. See, that's, that's uh, good. It's a positive- it kind of- Positivity. It's, and that's to be honest. That's all I wanted to start off with. You know, I want to ask you, is all right? And thank you. Some sometimes that's all it where it need. That's all you need to ask. Is are you all right? No. And kind of, are you okay? I'm okay it, today. I'm doing it's all right. Gonna, it's gonna be okay. All right. Good. It's Good. gonna be okay. <laughs> Which kind of leads me on what I wanted to talk about today. Obviously, with November fast approaching. The nights are drawing closer, the days are shorter, and everything's colder and miserable and wetter. But I think Yay. everybody should still be all right. And with November being um, National Mental Health Month, Men's Mental Health Month. Is it? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just wanted to I just wanted to have a little chat about it, really, and just, just sort of delve into a few facts and a few just a few words of wisdom, really. Um, I think my big my question my first my first question for you is is one I think that we don't ask each other is is how how is your how is your mental health? It's good. Other days it's a bit lower because you think mm. about all the stress in life and stuff that goes on and yeah you do you do get a bit low but then see for me I, I do have bad days and then the next day something seems to you know it just clicks back in place i think my bad days are just days now anyway they never used to be but i think yeah and then i go sleep wake up it's a new day uh i'm not a morning person so that new day new me bullshit don't don't work with me it doesn't apply to me it's it's just i look at each day what am i doing that day what's going to happen what am i doing and go from there really so, and what would you say that what would you say that impacts your mental health? Mainly decisions by others, mm. stress stress at work, family, 
friends, things not going to plan that I've planned because I can't deal with things when they don't happen when they're supposed mm -hmm. to. Yeah. yeah. So, but that's an issue within myself. Not really. And that's, and how you deal with it is just, yeah, you write the day off as such. No, uh, no I just, I just go back to the old me where I, I start drawing in the negativity and it feeds on me which I used to really be bad at and I used to not enjoy the negativity, but it, yeah, I, I just used to, I felt comfort with the bad, the bad things in life, the bad things that are happening. And mm -hmm. I just used to, it just, just used to feed on it really. Yeah. Cause you used to push back a lot, didn't you? You used to, especially as I worked with you, I know that, if things weren't happy in your sense or wasn't running how you envisioned them, you'd just push back and or you would halt and you'd be like, well, that's fine. I'm, I'm done then. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I've sort of mellowed a bit from situations because I'm not really getting anywhere with it at the moment. So it's pointless pushing back when you, you're going to have no outcome at the moment. Mm -hmm. If I if I can see a way of winning, then I would, but, no, not at the moment. No, which is fine. It's fair enough. Like my time will come. I just, yeah, but then you know that that's a fuck you. That's, a, that's an outcome, though, isn't it? That's an outcome of 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 how you're feeling. And and sometimes I think you know you you, you build up. Especially when it comes to work, you have this frustration that literally builds up, and then it you kind of just your filter goes. You lose the filter, and the filter's like, mm. "Yeah, we're not, we don't have a filter today," and it just kind <laughs> of comes out, and that's kind of what lands us into trouble sometimes. But I think, I think that's as that's just classic as blokes, isn't it? Is that you don't, I don't know, we just hold. We're like sponges, you know. Your sponge becomes heavier with the more you absorb, and mm, mm, yeah, that's definitely. that's that's kind of how we how we store information and problems and how we i don't know how we deal with things i guess in terms of just get filling up on feelings and thoughts because the thing is i'll be like i've said it time and time again my thought processes of men's mental health is shut up put up move on end the story yeah but it seems that's not the case now it seems that actually do you know what from all men of walks and lives and backgrounds, like, it, you know, I'm not saying go and buy a hoodie saying boys cry too, because I think that's just fucking a bit too far. But what I'm saying is like, just talk, man, even if you've got a pal, because you, do you know what I mean? You might think that your mate thinks you're a fucking bellend for fucking saying how you feel, or fucking, you're having a wank day, but touch me, it's better to release it than make a stupid decision based on your thoughts at that time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which would definitely change within the next day, probably. Mm -hmm. And you think, why did I do that? That was bad. And now look what I've got to live with. Mm -hmm. you know? It's kind of brings you on to one of the facts is that one in three men commit to obviously think or have feelings or thoughts or even search on suicide. You know, two two men. It's, it's statistics say that two men a minute will kill themselves. It doesn't, surpri doesn't surprise me. I mean, like, like we've said before on this podcast, women 
Women have issues. They they have a, a paddy about it. They scream. They shout. They blame everybody. They have their girlfriends. They all chat, and then they all cry and eat ice cream. And then, but the men, it's just like, oh, stop whinging. Like men aren't allowed to do a version of that. And right. and then they think, oh, when when they fucking top themselves, they they start thinking, oh, maybe we should have spoke to. Him. Maybe we should have listened. Because women, I, women don't kill themselves. Not like men do. Not really. And I think, I think that comes with a problem is that men and women's depression or men and women's mental health is 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 dealt with the same, and it's not the same. You know, yeah. you, um, a man doesn't need affection, love, and cuddles and flowers, and you know, I think I, my opinion, I think a man needs purpose. I think a man needs sustainability. He needs discipline. He needs to have a reason to get out of bed in the morning. You know, you take, you know, you take a man's livelihood away from him. That's, that's like kind of crack number one, you know, mm. and then you say, you take his family away from him, then he's done. Yeah. You know, cause I, I think most working men will do anything for their family. You'll fucking walk over hot coals for your kids if you have to. Yeah. But the thing is, you take that purpose away, you take away what they, what they're passionate about, what drives them, and that's what affects them. You know, I mean, current climate, for example, how much you know, how much we earn, how much tax we pay, all depends on fucking hell, how much faith that we have in our society today. None. I have no faith in this country anymore. Mm-hmm. But um, then. You know, you're you're a general working man. You work all month. Yeah. You bring home your Every pay day. packet. You see, you see how much tax you pay, and you realise how much money you've got to make yourself stretch that month. Yeah. And that that affects that affects your mental health. Of course, it does. It does. The only the only I do have stresses towards the end of the month when it comes to money. It's like, oh, I've got I've got two weeks till payday. You know. Um, I need to make this last, blah blah blah. And you do, you do worry. I do think if if I had shitloads in the bank and I still worked as like a backup, I would. I think I would be more happy <laughs> because I wouldn't have that stress, you know, mm-hmm. of worrying about money. Like if all I all I seem to do is just fill up with petrol. Like yeah. all the time, and I don't fill it up a lot because they keep prices are up and down all the time. But they are coming back down again at the moment, so that's good. But it's it's just like I would. It would just be nice for when, like, my kids ring me and say, oh, "I'm going to go do this, with my mates. Uh, I want to do this. Could I borrow some money or have a five or something to get some food at college?" And I want to be able to. Yeah, no worries. Have a tenner, you know. Every time, yeah, of course. Instead of worrying, thinking. Oh, I hope you don't ask a few more times this month, you know. In the end, I just have to tell them, look, I've got, I've got no money till next week, so, you know. And as, a, as, as a dad, as a dad, that hurts. It's shameful, it hurts. Yeah. 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 I mean, I live, well, with, my, I live, with, I live with my mum and dad, and I'm still barely reaching the next payday. You know, it's, I don't have a house to pay for. I don't have kids to pay for like with in like a rental sense every month. 
but you know price of food is shocking petrol like i say is up and down and everything just costs money everybody everybody needs money and they do whatever it takes really to get it sometimes and that's a struggle and i think that is a big struggle for people it's one part of it can you provide enough money for your family to live and that's the stress that men have you know women quite openly go and ring their family or their friends oh can i borrow some money but matt the man as in the dad or the husband sometimes do don't d doesn't have the shame to do that you know they think it's embarrassing oh, i can't do that i need to what impression will that give on everybody else from my point of view you know it's it's not it is, it is a struggle and i think that's where those moods kick in like mm -hmm. you know you, you feel like you're failing you feel like i'm not doing enough or there's not enough opportunity or i'm doing all the overtime i can and it's still not enough and when that kicks in and those feelings kick in you know you on the outside you can look perfectly fine and you're just having a day because the thing is no matter how you're feeling no matter what's going on you've got you still got to get on with the fucking day because otherwise you can't afford to be a day behind and I feel like, I feel like sometimes the reason why men will commit suicide is because they feel like they're the problem, like they're the cause of the problem. When yeah. really, you know, if you just spoke to somebody or talked to somebody or, do you know what I mean, explained how you're feeling and the thought processes you're having, you know, you're that that one decision that you make impacts your children's wives lives your wife your friends mm. your family because they didn't know they didn't know how much you were struggling and it, like i've i've been seeing a lot of stuff in the world where people have planned their suicide down to a t like where they're going to do it how they're going to do it what they're going to leave people mm. like paying off their cars and getting rid of all their finances so it's not burdened on their family and it's like how far are people gonna go men women gonna go before they realize that actually taking the help is a, is a very normal thing to do mm. yeah there is people out there you can talk to um a lot of the obvious ones that they advertise mm. on the tv and that and I think social media, there's a lot of people doing social media, mental health um, things, groups, uh, phone numbers that other men are in, you know, just to chat. Don't know these people, but quite, quite a few people I know that have, start, have set up their own, like, friends group, as it were, mm -hmm. just to talk about shit, really, and to, to help each other. Because I do think it's it's... It's not taken seriously by the mainstream media, I don't think. It doesn't matter what no. they say, you know. It's not like the other, what's it called? What them things they do, the campaigns they do. Campaigns, like like, days. like race, race for Life is normally a woman thing for the, for the women, for breast cancer mainly and things like that. Um, but yeah, men's mental health are oh, just, you know, snap out of it. And uh, I don't agree with it at all. But I'm a man, so I'm not going to agree. Yeah. 
and and that's for, uh, again for me i'm you know i'm the classic candidate of get on with it you'll be fine i don't talk i i struggle to talk about how i'm feeling i even financial problems i won't talk about i'll still i if i've got financial worries i'll still your be messes the rounds. <laughs> your message tells you yeah or <laughs> if i've do yeah. you know what i mean if i've I'm worrying about something. Nobody will know. No. You know, in my head, my the voice says to me, "The worst thing you could ever do is tell people your weakness." What's go- yeah, what's going on? Because I feel like sometimes my belief is once you say it, it becomes real and it becomes like people have people have a hold over you. So they'll be like, "Oh, he's a bit," you know. Mm. He's, or he's a bit fucking miserable. You know what I mean? Fucking, you know, or you start always, talking about how you... Yeah. Always negative and... Ugh, we don't want him around. You know? <laughs> and he that's it. Us, like, brings us down. And that, But that's my thing. I mean, lo and behold, truthful, I'm not. I'm not that person, you know. I am... I am a fuck it person. That's me through and through. I'm a fuck it. It'll be a laugh. Fuck it. Oh, that was shit. That was a stupid decision. And I can't feel guilty, like you know. I'm not, don't get me wrong; I have days where I'm like, not struggling, but day, days where I'm thinking, "Fuck me, am I doing enough? Am I doing things right?" You know. Mm. I, I, yeah, it just it stems, doesn't it? It's one of those things that will stick with you for the rest of your life. And mm. I think as we get older, especially between our age bracket, is between men by the age of thirty between 30 and 47 you know there's some, some like 70% more likely to commit suicide over I've got, I've got three years left until I'm clear you're out of that zone yeah and that's the thing like it, it comes with all sorts it comes with like we said finance being one mm. you know relationship issues you know addiction people people will turn to addiction to try and subsidize their mental health not i have no there's nothing nothing that i could be addicted to i don't think that would help but i don't really drink hardly ever maybe the odd cider drugs doesn't appeal to me whatsoever so i don't could be addicted to porn i suppose could be (laughs) have a sore arm it's a fucking addiction (laughs) and it is apparently it's what it's a it's a reality escaper for mental health is that people do it because it's it's virtual reality compared to their existence because it's not real life yeah mm-hmm. see i always used to think if i'm if i was sad i'd watch a film or something because then that takes you out of reality fuck me you watch a sad film though fuck me you know about it <laughs> yeah you hold back the tears <sighs> yeah. that's the thing like another men don't i mean i I struggle to cry, really struggle. I haven't cried in, I don't know how long. I cried yesterday, fucking hell. I always cry, I'm always tired anyway, so my my tear ducts are just fucking ready to go. But I, I if I'm like alone or something watching a film and it's a sad film or it's normally like a, a dad and his son issue, mm. like either happy or sad, and uh, that sets me off. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm setting setting you off from a film. Tear being teary eyed 
and that's fine. That's I, okay. I, that's... When I'm watching a film and I know, and I'm with someone else, and I know that there's a sad bit coming that normally sets me off. I don't watch it. I look at the floor or look at the wall or picture or something. And like the TV's yeah. over here, and I'm just, I'm just listening, but I'm not looking at it because if I don't look at it, I'm fine. And then yeah. I'm like, oh, hello. <laughs> we're past it now. We're good. We're safe. Yeah, right. yeah. yeah. Not that there's anything. I openly admit that I cry for stuff all the time. Um, yeah. So it doesn't bother me. I don't want to really show it, but I don't mind admitting it. I'll tell whoever. I don't. I don't care. But I'm a I, fucking crybaby. <laughs> Like it's just it's it's, it's differences, isn't it? Like you know, I I think the thing is, like I said, the thing for me is that you. Sh I feel like I'm showing weakness. I, I for me, I, that as much as I, I don't feel it, everything about me says you should be the alpha. You should be. You should. Be, you should. Yeah. And but I don't in my persona, in the way I feel. I don't feel like that's who I am. Okay. I feel like I'm just a happy-go-lucky, but everything about me says, you know, fix it, build it, do it, do the heavy stuff, you know, mm. take care of the family, put money on the table, do all this stuff, all traditional values. You you walk on the roadside instead of the, you know, and all that sort of stuff. And everything about me, my nature does that. Don't cry, don't bitch, don't fucking moan. You fix everybody else's problems and then we'll deal with yours later. And I think for me, that's what helps me get through is that if I'm busy doing everybody else's other shit, I ain't got time for my shit. No, and that see, gets I, me through. I don't want to, I don't want to do other people's shit. So I wouldn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> so fuck that. You know, you sort your own shit out. Like, I'm not doing your work for you. So that's where you and me are different. Yeah. I, so now that I, I need people cool. to be res respected. If I respect you, I'll help you. But if I don't because you're lazy or incompetent or just can't be asked, then there's no fucking way I'm going to help you. Because you need to earn my respect for me to help you 100%. And I'll do that. To but be you fair. You've got to get there first. You've um, you've jump-started my car a number of times <laughs> over the years. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, and your old house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think I called you twice in one day. Once I was like, "Can you come back?" <laughs> Don't turn the engine off now. I'll leave it running. <laughs> oh God! But yeah, so I I mean, that's the mental health side of it. What do you do? The the other side of it is is what do you do when you are feeling a bit low? What what helps you? Not I don't want to say snap out of it because snap out of it's the wrong thing to say. But what helps you get through that time? I think, like you say, keeping busy. So if it was if it was me, um, no no partner to be with. So you can forget that my kids are off doing their own thing because they're old now, or oldish. Um, I mean, I live with mum and dad. I can go speak to them. I spoke to them yesterday actually about uh, my eldest, who's in uni. And he was supposed to be coming back this week to watch cinema with his friends. But the times that were available clashed with his uh, lectures and that. So he's going to watch it up his end. So I was going to go see him for a, a coffee or something. But So yeah, it's just... I had a chat with mom and dad about my kids and the fact that they don't need me anymore just for 
the exciting things like money and lifts and <laughs> how does that affect you being it, it is the sad. older dad and accepting it, it, that? it is sad obviously if i had my own house or rented my own house or whatever and i lived there then maybe i wouldn't even say that maybe my kids would come around more because my kids always come around and see my mom and dad anyway so i don't think it's that i don't think it's the living um situation that stops that i think they're just busy it's their time isn't it it's that and and that's what my mom and dad said they said oh you know they don't you don't feel needed and i said yeah then a few years later they come back <laughs> like me but yeah they no. they they love that though you realize that don't you they they um they I'm love that so. I don't like I spend, yes. I spend a lot of time in my room. I see him before work, after work, when I cook dinner and that. Say hello, have a chat now and again. But to your so, parents, that will mean everything. That will yeah. mean everything to them because, oh. like you said, you get to a point where your kids will grow, move, fly the nest, and start doing their own thing. Mm. And th they've rarely got the time because. In, and it's not through fault of their own. It's through fault of life, you know. Mm. But you having that time with them at, the, at, at their, you know, later stages of life will mean everything to them because it'll be like, oh, my God, it's like whining about the clock. Some stuff might work thin. You know, if you start leaving the toilet seat up and not flushing it, and then fuck me, they'll be like, right, get him out. Uh, I, but, had I had ground rules when I came back. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it must have felt nice for them to be laying that out and... I think, but as a dad, for me, that's, that's, you're going through the thing that fears that I fear the most is not being needed. Mm. You know, my, I mean, my daughter's not giving me hugs anymore when I drop her off at the school. She's just, she's just gone. She's like, bye, too, see ya. Too, too excited. So now we've got a handshake. So now we've, we've got like a secret handshake. So she makes the effort to do that. That's quite a sort of game. I get, I get, I get, I get hugs when she like stubs her toe or something like that. <laughs> you know? So well, those things are nice. You're you're lucky because you'll be, you know, she'll be daddy's little girl forever. Mm, probably, I hope so. more, more than likely, you know. Like, although, I just want to be there. Although when they reach eleven plus, they're gonna, she's gonna wear you very thin. I and know. There, and I just, there are, I just... there are times when you want to kill them. As I went through. <laughs> I just, I don't want to be embarrassing. I don't want to be, uh, you know, Dead. or. Oh, he's back. Like, I just don't want, I don't like, I don't want to be like, oh, fuck, my fucking dad's here, he's a dickhead. Like, <laughs> I want to be like, yeah, my dad's cool. He's cool. And I never want to say no. And I know I have to. And I've said, I told myself now that you have to teach her about the word no you have to teach her about money and how to teach how to earn things so now she does she does chores and she does yeah like little tasks for me and she will she'll do things like take the washing from the bottom of the stairs to the top put it on put them on the beds simple things like that and then like okay that's good so she'll, she'll earn little things for that and she's she likes that and she's really wants to be helpful because if she knows she can earn money she'll go what else do you want me to do what else is there any other jobs? Yeah, so I start yeah. finding I start finding jobs for her to do. So, but those little things are nice, and I just yeah, like to be honest, my 
my family, my, my unit, the Musketeers, they're what keep me going. Yeah. They're my purpose. They're my, they're my mental health all in one, you know, providing, having fun, doing the right. That's why our life is literally about having fun. That's it. Do you think that family is more precious to a woman than a man? Like husband or wife? I think it's I think it's equal but in different ways. Like and I'll be honest, if if my wife wasn't as strong as she is and claims that she's not through the roof, will claim that she's you know, she's not strong. But she is She's good in a she's good in a crisis. Mm. She's got a plan when I don't even know what day it is, you know. And so some of those things that I always think, oh my god, you know, like that typical laying in bed on a Sunday or a Saturday, and your wife starts cleaning. I'm the one that starts cleaning, and my wife's the one sat, you know, sat on her phone or sat watching telly. I'm the one that starts cleaning. So those roles are reversed. However, yeah. I'll say to her, "What's the plan today? What are we doing?" And she will have an itinerary booked and. I never knew, I never knew I needed routine. I never knew I needed it mm. until I had it because we've had weekends where we've took routine away and I'm like, I'm, I'm lost. You're anxious. <laughs> Don't know what's happening. But I'm like, I had three days, three days, my Miss Mary for three days. Day two, I was like, I, oh, this is, this is shit. I, I watched, I went, I walked to Asda. So my missus took the car. So I walked to Asda, did some shopping, walked home, cleaned the house, did the washing, did the garden. And then I was like, I watched four films back to back. And then I was like, oh my God, this is how, this is what loneliness feels like. And it's fucking difficult. Yeah. No purpose. Like, yeah, that was it for me. And it's not like I didn't have purpose. They've just gone away. It's not like they're gone. But then it put me in that mindset of, I don't know, it put me in the mindset of blokes that do come home to the missus has walked out and took the kids. This is what I was asking the question for. Um, I think if a man leaves a woman and a kid, the woman gets on with it. She... She does her best because she's got a kid. She's got a purpose, a child to look out for. She's got to show strength. Whereas if if the woman leaves the bloke, takes a kid, the bloke's got nothing. There's nothing there. Empty house, memories, loneliness. You know, he goes off the rails. He either can't find her or... She goes through the courts. You're not allowed to see them. And then progresses to male suicide because that's what they do. And that, for me, when I see those videos, clips, messages... Yeah, horrible, that, horrible. That, for me, I I can't... I want to say I sympathise, but I'm, I'm sure these men don't want your sympathy. They just want their kids... You know, yeah, and, and maybe not even the woman anymore, but, but def definitely, yeah. definitely it's horrible. see their kids. Yeah, I hate shit like that. Like, I hate it because you, my, so my situation was my, my parents split up, 
when I was two, three. My mum, my mum never stopped, not, never, you know, I know when people say like, you know, you don't know what happened at the time. Mm. But I knew when I got older that my mum never stopped contact. You know, it was it was never a course thing, never, never went through the course, never went sideways. It was just, uh, they split up. They were young. Mm. They were too young, more than likely, to have children and realise that they wanted to spend the rest of life together. And can I can I ask a very personal question that I don't actually know the answer to? I mean, maybe Stepper, we can cut this out if you don't want it. On mm-hmm. Yeah. But oh, yeah. you know, you, you got two brothers, yeah, and a sister. Are, are they all same dad? No. 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 So there's me and my oldest, me and Ben. Yeah. And then there okay. is my sister and brother. However, we've always been us four have always been together because they're my mum's kids yes yeah, oh yeah yeah oh, oh yeah i understood that it's just so yeah okay it, so you're young so younger brother and sister have the same dad mm-hmm. and you and your older brother have the same dad mm-hmm. oh, okay fair enough so but that wasn't been that was never an issue uh never never because we that's, are a that's good like as a, a family machine. we are a unit in terms of how we've always operated your your mum kept like, everything together yeah and she never let us know any different. Problem is, like... Respect, Mum. My, my brother and sister's dad mm. had more of an impact on my life because he was there until, I don't know, maybe I was 12, I would say. So, probably, you know, he was more of in my life and that was that. And, okay. And it was, it was, that was for me. Like that helped me grow. It helped me realize what a father figure was and what what men do and all that sort of stuff and what what you don't say, what you don't do. And yeah, um, very strict man, but also very cool. Um, and then, like I said, like you know, through people that I've had in my life, through stepdads and that stuff, always you know, not always been the greatest, but I've learned something along the way. And mm. my 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 actual dad, like you know, it's not he just they were young and he had a family of his own had children of his own i've got th- i've got three other brothers and sisters that mm-hmm. i have i have contact with and you know that's that's one side of it but mm. um fuck me i was lost my train of thought so yeah so that never it just you know and he never I, I seen i seen my dad you know i still speak to him like a few times a year oh, that's good i I haven't seen him in a very, very, very long time, and that plays on my mind. That affects me a bit. Do you do you think? Oh, he didn't. I wasn't good enough for him as a son. No. No. Okay. What? What? Why does it play on you? The fact that you would like to see him because he is your dad. I th- yeah, I think I yeah. would. I, I think I would because my dad. And we have a, you know, the relationship's fine. There's no, there's no so, anger there. There's no. So that he. So that he can enjoy the things that you have in life so you can share yeah. things with him and that was to be honest that's what angers me the most he's, he's obviously he knows i'm a dad and he knows you know i've sent him cards with photos on oh okay and part of me is just like there was an opportunity there for you there was an opportunity for you to take mm. that interest there and then and you know he's asked he's asked about her and stuff and mm. But never, 
never any more than that. Is that and because he, is that sorry, is that because he's busy with his other family? No, he's got... see he's not he's not with he's not oh, with oh, okay. his ex wife anymore. They they separated a while ago, a long time ago. Um, oh, okay. So oh, and he, that he lives his not... he, so he lives a, a very reason, so. okay. quiet life now. He lives a very he does his own thing, has his own house, goes on umpteen holidays a year by himself, and has expensive tastes and does it just has his own lavish lifestyle. And I don't blame him for that. Like I, I get it in a, in a way. Yeah. Like I never ask for anything. I don't want anything. It's not like I'm, you know, holding out. You know that I'm going to be on some will or something. Like money doesn't <laughs> do anything for me anymore. Fucking hell. If I had it, I'd spend it. So it doesn't matter to me. Yeah. But yeah, it's just one of the things, isn't it? Like that's. But for me, it's just life. Like I, I'm probably too happy for my own good in certain aspects. No, like, it's better to be happy than sad. I don't hold, I don't hold things. There's certain things that I hold inside me that you know that's for me to know. Um, mm. But at the same time, I don't. If I, the thing is, if I let my problems live out my reality, they're going to make my reality shit. Yeah, and my reality is everything to me. So I can't let it do that. No, that's that's a good way to look at it. You could be very much caught up in issues. That do get us down, mm-hmm. but if you don't let it, then clearly that helps yourself. It can help other people as well. It just depends how you look at things, how you look at Same problems and issues. Yeah, you know, you could say about relationships that you know. I mean, oh God, man, I was a right sad sack when I was younger from fucking relationships and breakdowns and all that sort of stuff. Fuck me, I was a fucking right little bitch. I never, I never would have guessed that you, you, you used to come across as if fuck it. On to the next. That's yeah. that was that, that was, was that was that was me though. That was my defense. Okay. That was my defense of everything. It was fuck it. It'll be a laugh. Fuck it. Don't worry about it. It's not worth. It's not worth worrying about. Uh, Whereas deep down, it more than crying. likely wasn't. It was a problem. It was just yeah. the time. I think time's brilliant. I think you can get over any issue in life. Apart from obviously your kids dying or your parents dying. Um, if you're busy, if you have something to do, it's like it's like when people leave partners and they have a new partner. Like They're probably sad, but the fact that they're busy and they're happy with another partner, that sort of, it's not as bad, if you know what I mean. Like As long as you've got something to go on to, like a new job, you must. You might be really sad if you lost your job, but if you have a new job to go to, you'll get over it quicker. It, it's exactly, it's fine, and it's really sad. Like I, I remember when I was younger, we lost our our dog. Our dog had to be put down because it's really ill. It's a corgi, and we cried for like a week, and then the next week we got another dog. Stupidest thing we ever did, but you know, we won't go into that. But it sort of took the pain away. Because there was a new version of it, if you know what I mean. Some some things aren't replaceable, though, are they? No, they're not. No, you can't obviously replace your your kids or your, yeah, no. your mum and dad and stuff. And I, family. that's the thing. Like you know, I mean, there's only there's only certain things a man would do time for, and that's his family, right? Yeah. And 
problem is most men do time in their own head, you know. Oh, that's good. I like that. Most men are battling daily to not let, you know, whether they've been, you know, you take a, you take a man from his 20s and he becomes a father at the age of 22 and then says to himself, right, you've had your fun now, you've made a decision, you're having mm. a child and you need to change. You can't party anymore. You're pro- you can't run out of money. Your priorities mm. need to be different. You know, you can't drive like a dickhead anymore. All these things have to change. Mm. And you'll be surprised how many men struggle to change. Like, mm. I remember yeah, yeah, friends yeah. going and their dads were like, I remember going for sleepovers and their dads were coming from the pub at like two in the morning with a kebab. And it was like, and it was normal to them. But for me, it was like, I never grew up around big drinkers. So it no, was like, not at all. No. it was scary for me. It was, it was like, oh my God. Like, and they're like, oh, my dad's always like this. Like, you know, he has five beers every night if he's at home. Or, and some men can't change. And I think that's where they're battling is the fact that, and not, I'm not just talking about that scenario, but I'm talking about just men in general that, the reason why we're battling in our own heads is because something's drawing you to say, fuck it, do what you want, spend what you want, fucking enjoy yourself, Just don't worry about anyone else. But then your mind says, actually, no, I've got I've got things to prioritise now. I can't just jack in my job because I had a shit day. Mm. And I, you know... It's only got bills to pay, yeah. Got a kid to pay I mean, for. Yeah. How many people are going to jobs that they fucking hate? They fucking hate... And yet they'll go and they've stuck it out for another two years. Because you can't quit. That's what te- that's what your mind tells you. You can't quit. Quit is never win. And winners never quit. But I, it, for me, it's not about winning. It's about just taking the next step. Like I think that's the biggest problem, especially with what we're talking about, is that people think they have to get from, you know, being at the lowest to being fine, stable, happy, and financially stable within a week. Yeah. How about today you felt suicidal? Tomorrow you feel just good enough to get through the day. And the day after that is you feel good enough to get dressed and have a shave and put the bins out. Mm. You know, little things Small like that. Small steps, yeah. I just if you break if you break a situation down into little segments, it's not scary. Get dressed. No. Put your shoes on, put your coat on. Go outside the house. Get into your car. Drive to wherever. Get out your car. Instead of saying I've got to go do this and this is good this is the end journey. You have to sometimes that is scary, depending on obviously what it is. But if you break it down to little segments, can you put your shoes on? Yeah, of course I can. Can you can you go out your your front door? Yeah. Can you walk to your car? Yeah. It's just however you you need to deal with it. You know, it shouldn't matter how you get there, as long as you can get there. But just taking those steps, small steps, and exactly, they don't have to be big, massive steps. No. Some people can't deal with it. Others can. Yeah. but it's how you're dealing with that day you know 
Yeah. That's what matters. That's what people don't realize. People think is that we have to compare ourselves to how well another person's doing. You can you can envision your scenario onto somebody else and you could watch a video and go, oh, they're in the same boat as I am. But yeah, they're only on day four and they're back at work and they're feeling normal and they feel like everything's okay. Whereas I'm only just getting out of bed. Like, don't mm. compare your circumstances to the next person because just be happy for that person that they're doing well or, no, you know. Never do that. <laughs> you are so bitter. Why? Oh, I thought you meant don't be happy for the person. <laughs> no, 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 no. Don't compare yourself, I mean. <laughs> no, yeah, don't compare yourself. But just... <laughs> yeah. And that's, the, I think for any of us, that's the biggest Because fundamentally, we are just living beings trying to get through. Yeah, if you look at life, life is pretty shit, you know. You wake up, soon, well, wake up. You wake up out the fanny, yeah. Once you're born, um, you, the only certainty is the fact you're going to die. You know, you're on the way to death. As soon as you're born, you're dying. <laughs> you know, you get, you get shit from every angle in life. You have to work hard, get shit money, you retire, and then you die. You know, that's why you get these extravagant people that don't give a shit, don't get married, don't have kids, and they're fucking millionaires, and they do whatever they want because they don't want to stick to the norm. Well, unfortunately, the norm is what 99% of people are going to have. Policy. You know, there's only 1% of people that are going to live the crazy, carefree lifestyle forever, you know. And that ain't me. The problem is it catches up with you, all of it. Oh, it does, no yeah. You get lonely when you're old. And money does not buy you peace of mind. No, you know? it buys you shit. Like it, but yeah, it buys you things to pass the time. It buys you things to make yourself feel better for a short period of time. To fill gaps, yeah. You have all this money, and yet you're filled with falsified beings around you. Mm. And it's just the same as if you play the happy-go-lucky party lad long enough. That's not about money, but it's just be, you know, I'm 45 and I'm out drinking every Friday. You're going to turn around one day and all those mates that you once went out with are at home with their families and you're hanging around with people after your age. You'll be like, what the fuck is this guy doing there? Yeah, why is he still with us? Why is he out again? Yeah. They make like, films about that, don't they? Yeah. Yeah, and it's like, oh, the sad old 50-year-old hanging around with 20-year-old lads and trying to hook up with chicks. That's not life. And it's like, he's got no family. He's got nothing. You know, he's mm. partying on a weekend and he's barely getting by. And I seen I seen an advert. I seen the, is it the Albion Rovers advert at the middle of the hill? I think it was, where there was two blokes and it was two, like, 55-year-old blokes showing up to football each week. And one of them was quiet, tame, and he was just sat there watching the game. And he basically, they were season ticket holders that sat next to each other. Okay. And the other bloke would come and he'd be screaming, cheering, having a good time. And he'd be like, how's your week going, mate? You all right? Yeah, you're having a good time? Talking, screaming, shouting. And then one of the games, the quiet bloke shows up and the other one doesn't. Because the other bloke's killed himself. And then I think... It shows that, like you, most people that are battling with things, 
you more than likely wouldn't know. You don't see it, yeah. You wouldn't. You wouldn't necessarily see it. You wouldn't. You wouldn't see what's going on. You wouldn't see, you know, what's changed for them. But yet, you'll see the outcome. The end. Mm, the pain and, it catches up with them. And the amount of people going, I didn't even know. I didn't have a clue. Mm. Like, it's hard for me to think about because obviously I just feel like I, I, it's hard for me to resonate with people that can get to the point because of my mind doesn't tell me that I could ever feel at that point. I'd be too scared. Know. Yeah, I see some fear sets in for me and I'm like, yeah, I don't know, I could be there. Mm. I've, 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 been, I've ever felt low enough to be at a point where I've had thoughts that are not right, not okay, or just gen- downright negative. Even when I've had dark times, I've not been there. I've never thought about that. Because I'm too pussy to fucking kill myself. <laughs> so, I think the only thing for me is that if I ever become ill later on in life, or any point mm-hmm. in life, I wouldn't want to be a burden for somebody. I, I wouldn't want to be like, I wouldn't be like, I'll fucking deal with him. Like, I don't want to get to an age where I'm fucking, someone's wiped my ass on me. That ain't me. Oh, no, you said you enjoyed that. <laughs> Just fucking, I was after a bad curry, mate. <laughs> but do you know what? I am sorry for being morbid and fucking talking about this, but I feel like in what we do, in how we talk as friends and fucking have a laugh and fucking talk about random shit enough. Yeah. I feel that it's just as important that we actually have had this discussion as friends and said we fucking had this discussion. Help. You know? Yeah. One word talk it takes people. It. Help. Help me. Like, can, I, can I chat? Because you just never know. You never know what someone's going through. And I'm not no. just, you know, I'm not just saying men's mental health. I'm talking about mental health in general. But as we are a dad's lads podcast, you know, if you're listening to this and you're ever fucking thinking, fuck me, anything they've talked about has resonated with me and how I felt on my circumstances or upbringing or past or pre- present, like me and myself and speak for Mickey, is, mate, would be happy to talk to you if you needed fucking five minutes to chat. Mm. But I just feel like, yeah, like it, it, was, wor- it was worth speaking about and yeah. being... November and you know supporting the month. Yeah, speak up is what I'm going to say. Is what I'm going to leave it with today. It's it's November next week. November next week. Next week. Next week. Anyway, we're we're ahead of people. We're like, listen, we're ahead of the game as we always are with this podcast world. <laughs> right? Listen, UK's number one listen to podcast by dads. Yeah, the UK's number one podcast. Yeah, we we go all over the place for your enjoyment. Absolutely. And, and where did we go last week, Niall? We went to... Dr. Frights. I was, I was doing that for you to introduce oh, it. Yeah, it I worked. That, that wasn't <laughs> planned or anything. That was, as you can see, that was so bad. 
But yes, Niall finally went. He finally grew some balls and went. went. Did it. Fucking did it. So describe the night, Niall. What was the weather like? Wet and windy. (laughs) Wet and windy. And what was the floor? What was the floor like? (laughs) Put it. Put it this way. I've been the. I've now been the shoes that I was wearing. I'm drier in a fucking shower. It was. Yeah. He was fucking sopping. Fucking muddy. Every time. Every time he stepped in a puddle. Mud, my trousers had like splash marks that just did that all the way up. up up to the thigh mm. yeah Storm Babette got hold of uh, this part oh, of mate. the country what stupid person named it that just called it Storm Brian or something not some Star Wars character I mean come on they're running out of names that's why uh, fucking are we've had five storms in the last month or so but yeah so what what did you think about Dr. Fright it scarier than you thought less scary it was again. Put it into context revert- for people. What yeah, it, how how what, did your night go? Just reverting back to what we were just talking about again. Same with horror for me is how I mask those symptoms is with humour. Some of my I was on top form that night. If Mickey would say so himself, I was. He, he was. He was screaming and scaring me sometimes. For fuck's sake! It was. It was brilliant. I'm going to say this. Do you know what? As a little weekday activity to do with your mates, your family, your partner, your kids. It's just, it's just something different. It's, it's, yeah, okay, it's scary. Yeah, okay, it's jumpy. And, but it's not, it's not like, oh my God, I'm not going to sleep tonight situation. It's more no, of a, no. like, you do these mazes, and you go around them, and they are pretty scary looking. I'm not going to lie. Right, and they are pretty jumpy, and you can have a good laugh doing it. And then you jump in the meet, you meet in the middle, you have a drink, and then you do the other two mazes. Mm. And again, that gets a bit scarier. And there was a there's a few chainsaws in your face and all sorts of stuff. And then at the end, you have a burger and that. And it's it's like for me, it was it was nice. That's what I'm going to say. It was just it was nice to just get out and just do something and just Donuts. be like, <laughs> don't oh mate, oh god, yeah, I had okay. two I o'clock three. in the morning, two <laughs> oh. o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Did it come out? It was bad. It was bad. <laughs> so I had a bacon cheeseburger with loads of onions, and then I had some Biscoff and Nutella donuts afterwards, <sighs> washed down with a can of Coke, whatever it was. Two o'clock in the morning, my stomach was like a washing machine. But do you know what? I I really enjoyed it. Really enjoyed it. I want to do I want to do more stuff like that. I want to do just little activities now and again. Just get out, do something. Exactly. It's good. I enjoyed that, it. I'm glad you. I'm glad you finally took the plunge and uh, went because it was good laugh. We took it deep here, yeah. up to our ankles. <laughs> But yeah, it, it was it was a good night. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the fact you good. had you went for the first time and enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. It was good, and it was it wasn't it didn't cost the earth. But yeah, it was a nice evening activity. It was good. Yeah, it yeah. was good. Like for me, like I do it with you. I do it with my brother. I go to the cinema a lot, and the thing is, you you kind of you're sat there with that. You're not really you can't talk, can't really have a laugh. You just watch the movie, and then you kind of get in your car and drive home. So. You, You've just gone to the cinema with somebody. 
yeah, yeah. So you don't really get a, you don't really get a chance to fucking sit and have a chat, but it was it was just funny as well. It was good. I really enjoyed it. And um, if you if you got tickets for the next couple of weeks while it's still here, next week, uh, sorry, well, next week, next yeah, week, one week left, yeah. Then a week, go and a week, see it. a week today, and it's it's if over. You, I, don't, I don't think you can get tickets anyway, but I think if there is no. still some tickets floating around, yeah, we can pay on the door or whatever. Go and do it just for a little laugh. It was good. Yeah, and for the YouTube viewers of this podcast, when this ends in a minute, I will be putting footage of what I recorded throughout the night. It's about 10, 15 minutes of footage on the end of this podcast. If you are listening on the podcast platforms like Spotify, etc., then I do apologize, but you probably don't want to listen to that at the end of the podcast. So... Thank you for listening to to this podcast, this section. Head over to our YouTube channel, please, and subscribe to us. And then look for this video. You can skip all the way to the end because obviously you've just listened. Exactly. You've listened to what we've spoken about. Very serious and important subject tonight. But this is a nice way to end it. A lighthearted, enjoyable activity that we did for this seasonal time of the year. So... Stay tuned for end of credits. Deuces and fuck off. <laughs> As Nile would say. <laughs> so didn't that... <laughs> yeah, it's been a good Over episode. Oh, we're going to finish. All right. Fair enough. Take care. We're done. We're done. We're done. See you in a bit. See you next week. Halloween. Months. Yeah, see you Monday. See you Monday. No, I'm trying to fucking promote. See you Monday. Halloween special. Stay tuned. What's going to happen? Don't know. The Dads, Lads and Kebabs podcast is available to listen and download on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Podbean and all other podcast platforms.